It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. Hadit.com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hadit.com radio show. Uh, On this 17th day of September 2014, today we're here with our technician, Stretch. Uh, He's out of Arkansas there. And John, he's from uh, Kentucky. And this is Gerald. I'm from uh, Missouri here. And uh, and T-Bird's here with us today. Uh, She's from Missouri, too. Uh, John, how, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Joe. How's everybody today? Well, doing all right. I am, anyway. Uh, uh, I think everyone's doing fine. Uh, uh, today we're going to have a special show, aren't we, John? Yes, we are. Today is the uh, T-Bird Show. T-Bird Show. Yes, and this uh Little lady has uh, done something that a lot of people couldn't do. She got to, had some struggles with the Department of Veterans Affairs and didn't uh, take no for an answer and made a website out of it to help other veterans along because of her battles. And uh, I think we'll try to get her to tell us a had a story there. T. Bert, how you doing this morning? Pretty good, John. Uh, yep. Uh, we're January, it'll be 18 years that had it's been going. So uh, who would have thought that would happen? Yeah, when I uh, started, uh, VA uh, pretty much had ticked me off, and I thought, well, who to, who to go to? So I went to the other veterans that were sitting on the benches at the VA hospital waiting for appointments, and they guided me and helped me, and I thought, darn, there ought to be a place where we can all exchange ideas. And then uh, I got involved in the Internet in 93, and I immediately knew that was going to be the place where we could all exchange ideas and information. And I went about teaching myself how to design websites and finding as much information as I could about claims and putting it out there for everybody to see. And uh, we started out real slow. I uh, I actually started the website before 1997, but I didn't have a name for it. I didn't come up with the name. Had it until 1997. Before that, I just had it under you know, I think my name or something, as I taught myself how to design it. And, uh, cause it, 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 it takes some doing if you don't, if you haven't had any schooling, especially back then, cause everything was coding and there were no easy ways to do things. So, then in 1997, that January, I had called the VA to check on my claim and uh, after I got off the phone with them I said you know I have had it and then I went that's it that's the name and I registered it January 20th transferred all the information and has.com was born on that day and uh, at first uh there was no forum. It was just the website with information. And there was a DAV had a forum at the time, and I was over there quite a bit, meeting other veterans and asking questions. And and I decided to go ahead and put my own forum up, which I did. And the DAV uh, forum went down, and a lot of those people migrated over to my forum, which is how I got my start. Uh, one of the veterans that really helped me spread the words name was uh, 
John Skipworth. He was known on the Internet as Skip Dog at the time. And uh, I owe him a lot. He did a lot for me. Helped me get the word out and information. And, uh, you know, I thought, well, if I help one other veteran, it's a success. And just uh, all of a sudden I started, you know, I had 1,000 visitors, then 2,000, 3,000, 4,000. I mean, it was just beyond my wildest dreams. And now we do about oh, a little over 70,000 visitors a month, and we do about a, over 120 page views a month. Well, over, uh, actually, page views are every time somebody looks at a page on the website. That number is actually over 600,000 a month. So... And we're reaching people not only over the United States, but veterans and active duty that are overseas. So we get people from just about every country. Uh, Some veterans, when they get out of the service, they stay where they are, some in Germany, some in the Philippines, and what have you. And uh, so we get people from everywhere. Uh, it, it never ceases to amaze me that we get so many different types of people. And we got like every age group you can imagine, every, you know, male and female. And uh, it's really, I am in awe that, uh, because had it is, you know, it's a website. But it doesn't work if you don't have veterans coming to it every day, working with each other, sharing their successes, sharing their frustrations, sharing their research, and helping each other out. And that, uh, to be part of that, to be able to bring veterans together so that they can help each other out, because we're... You know, veterans are industrious, we're hard workers, we're smart, we're self-starters. But in order to be a self-starter, you have to have a place to start. And if you can collaborate with other veterans, because a guy in Alaska who has a back problem has probably got the same claim as 30 other people in 30 other states. They could come together and talk about what they did and how they got approved and what they needed. Then then people have access to all this information, which is different than going to see your service officer because you're just talking to a service officer and they're saying, yeah, well, the law says this or that. Although a lot of people on Haddit recommend not having a service officer and just doing it yourself. I recommend both, having a service officer and working your own claim, because no one, no one is as interested in your claim success as you are, and you have to be very hands-on, but because of our various disabilities and stuff, it's good to have a service officer back up to make sure that forms are getting filed on time and paperwork is getting responded to and... And uh, so that's my personal opinion, Uh, but a lot of people don't agree with me. They think that you should just do it yourself, so. Uh, But I found that both works best for me. I've always had a service officer and worked my own claims, and I'm at uh, 100% permanent in total now. And in... uh, Let's see, 2017, it'll be 20 years since I got my 100%. So uh, helping other, doing the website and making sure that the veterans have the resources available to them uh, has just become my mission in life. And so uh, I get up every day, and that's my mission, to make things a little bit easier. And now, over the past couple of years, I've added 
social media in, so I read uh, several news stories in the morning, and then I tweet them. We have a newspaper on the website now. It's in the menu at hadit.com. You'll see uh, in the menu the word news. If you click on that, it's sort of a nice layout, sort of a magazine layout of the latest news stories that have to do with veterans and the VA, which, of course, with the scandals that we're currently enduring, uh, there's quite a bit of news. That's true. There's a lot of news, T-Bird. Thank you for posting those because we follow each other on Twitter, and uh, the news stories are uh, about bountiful. <laughs> they are bountiful. It, it's added, uh, you know, quite. It's really, it's quite a workload when you do social media plus the website. I, you know, it's, and I'm a one-person shop. Uh, a lot of people uh, who email me. Uh, think that I have a research staff and uh, well they think I have a staff but I don't I have volunteer moderators Jay Basser, Carly Pete and me Uh, Stretch helps out on the radio show Gerald's the host of the radio show and that's just about it but as far as the website is concerned I do it all myself, and uh, it's it can be in a little bit overwhelming. I've uh, funded it uh, out of my own pocket and with uh, revenue uh, from advertising on the site. And uh, some many years ago, I did accept funds from people who wanted to help support the website. And then when the website got on back on its feet. I quit doing that, and I have to tell you, it is with heavy heart that I have to ask for, uh, have to start a fundraiser now because I really never wanted it to cost the veterans anything, but uh, got to pay the bills every month uh, mm-hmm. or the website goes down. So, hey, with that, let's uh, stretch. Can you play that recording? We want to put some information out there about this fundraiser. This is Jay Basser, one of the hosts for Hatted Veterans Radio and the Ask Basser Show. I wanted to pass along an important message to the members of Hatted. Hatted has kicked off a fun Hatted campaign. Hatted has been helping veterans navigate the VMA since 1997. Hatted's owner, T-Bird, needs your help. The expense of running a big site like Hatted is steadily increasing while the operating revenues have been decreasing. For these reasons, Haddad has kicked off the Fund Haddad campaign. Remember, Haddad is not a nonprofit organization. Please give what you can, as no amount is too small. Your support is greatly appreciated. Help us to keep Haddad around, because without it, where would our veterans be? Personally, I'd be still stuck in the VA quicksand. Just click on the Fund Haddad button on the forum page to support Haddad.com. Thank you. Jay Basher. That was uh, really nice, John. Well, thank you. But uh, this is good. the message has to get out, you know. And it's, uh, you know, there's times when everyone struggles in life, and uh, you know, and with just basically the way the world is today, you know, it's, um, you know, it's a sad, sad thing to look at the global structure. And uh, sometimes, you know, people need an extra boost to help get over a hump, and that's what we need to do here. Right. It's the hump. Yeah, it's the hump. You know, it depends on where you live in the country, how big that hump is. You know, some places have got mountains. (laughs) Right. Right. But, uh, T-Bird, the focus of had it... um, over the years, I have been a member since had it was linear, and that's been years ago. <laughs> I'll say. And uh, what uh, one thing I like about had it, you know, we have a definite focus 
on veterans claims issues and you know general veterans issues uh, a lot of the websites do the same thing, but they get off rambling. They've got political stuff and religious stuff and all kinds of crazy stuff on their sites. But Haddit has always shied away from that, you know, because their main focus is on the veteran. Can you explain a little bit to what the way you did it that way and, uh, and how you think it works? Because I think it works pretty good. Yeah, well, you know, uh, we can't be all things to all people. And my biggest concern was people need help getting through the claims process. Uh, any, it is a complicated process. And my mission was to set it up so that veterans could get help with their claims. And that's it. I, you know, we don't, if you want to discuss politics, of course, there's plenty of places to discuss that on the web. If you want to discuss religion, there's plenty of places on the web to do that. But Haddon has one mission and one mission only, and that is to help veteran claimants successfully get their disability compensation claim granted. And I think as long as we stay focused on that, uh, which has been a a difficult process to stay mission-focused every day for 17 years, but... I think that the success stories that we see posted in our success story forum have proven that, you know, we've made the right decision and we try not to go into other areas. Uh, they're just We just don't have enough resources. Uh, and really, veterans, they want to know how to win their claims. The Winning your claim can be a life-changing event. We can take people off the streets and put them in homes. We can get them food that they're not getting now. I mean, it is, if you win your claim, and we've had several claims where people won over $100,000 in retroactive pay, and their entire life has changed. And that's what it's all about. It's about getting them, and not this is not free money. Uh, they've earned every penny of it. Uh, they have struggled and fought. They've done what they were told. We don't question it when we're in the military. If they say get in that hole, we get in the hole. If they say get out of the hole, we get out of the hole. If we fall and break our leg getting out of the hole, then they're there to take care of us. That's the contract we made. That's the oath we took, and we expect them to stand up for it. And had it is there to help veterans succeed in their claims. That's really what it's all about. Uh, people try, uh, you know, people log on and they try to take us in different directions, but uh, I'm very, very strict about it's about claims. That's what it's about. That's that's its main focus. That's what it does. We have a social chat forum where people can, you know, just chit-chat about this and that, and that's fine. But the main purpose of HADID is to help veterans help each other successfully win their claim. What do you uh, perceive as far as the veteran population as to, uh, like, for example, you know, we have different types of veterans. You've got combat veterans and regular veterans and peacetime veterans and <clears throat> veterans of all ages and eras. Now, it's known that had it uh, basically the veterans website for all veterans. And uh, what's your take on that? I know we see, I see a lot of guys that are, combat veteran only, you know, and I just wanted to clarify that whole issue for everyone. Yeah, well, our site is, a, a, a veteran is a veteran, period. That's where we start. You're a veteran, that's it. Now, we all have a lot of respect and gratitude for combat vets, and there's a lot more combat than is known in the news. There are the Lebanon vets uh, that were, 
you know, when the Beirut bombing happened and there are people that saw combat in Somalia and other things, and we respect and we honor those veterans. But when it comes to VA claims, a veteran is a veteran. And I am not going to narrow the focus to just one type of veteran. I think that that if we do that, it cuts out a lot of other veterans. And if you cut out a lot of other veterans, you cut out a tremendous amount of knowledge. Uh, There are sites and organizations that are set up specifically just for combat vets. IAVA is set up just specifically for Iraq and Afghanistan veterans. And and I think that's all great. I think that's if that's what you want to do and that's where your passion is, that's what you should do. But uh I have uh I don't want to cut any veterans out of getting their benefits because the military is a dangerous job. Lots of veterans get hurt whether they're in combat or not. Uh, And I don't, uh, you know, I don't like those discussions where somebody is, they're more a veteran or less a veteran if they served in combat or didn't serve in combat. They certainly respect, they certainly deserve our respect and our, and our gratitude. But we're all ready to go at a moment's notice when they're in the military. Well, but and you're, I, you're right, uh, uh, T-Bird, but for every combat veteran, there's, uh, what, 10 support veterans that's got to support that combat veteran? That is exactly true. Uh, somebody is, a, you know, there are cooks that you would think, oh, well, they're just cooks. But let's not forget that in Iraq, they bombed the chow hall. Yeah. I mean, once you cross the border into a country that's in war, you're in combat. That's my belief. Uh, so, and uh, you're either at war or preparing for war when you're in the service. And as I said before, it's the military is a dangerous profession. People get knocked down. People get sucked into engines. All kinds of things happen. And uh, so, and I think that we, the VA uh, plays a dangerous game when they start to try to turn veterans against each other. Well, we'll give these veterans these benefits, but these veterans we're not going to give them the benefits. And then the veterans start to argue between each other when really it's the VA that set up these separations. When I go to the PTSD clinic now, you go to the right if you're Iraq or Afghanistan for PTSD. You go to the left for everybody else who has PTSD. So that doesn't allow us to communicate and talk to each other. And I think that's very important. And I, I'm, you know, I can't say it enough. A veteran is a veteran. All veterans are entitled to VA uh, benefits. Some are entitled to compensation. It doesn't matter whether or not they were in combat or not. Uh, but I am not in any way dishonoring uh the terrible things that combat veterans have seen. War is something that's beyond the realm of human experience, and I respect that. But I think that if we start saying, okay, well, uh, you know, we're just going to do it for combat vets or we're just going to do it for vets from Afghanistan or Iraq, or, then you cut out all these other veterans. And like I said, when you – if you – Cut, start cutting out veterans, you're cutting out knowledge. And I'm all about knowledge. Knowledge is, is power. power. <laughs> knowledge is power. And uh, so that's my feeling on why I've set it up the way I have and not just, uh, you know, and I don't, you know, and I, like I said, I, I, you know, I think there's a lot of organizations out there, IVA, VVA, DAV, American Legion, Purple Heart, 
they're they're all you know good organizations trying to do what they can. A lot of them have been around so long they're caught up in a lot of bureaucracy, <laughs> and and that can be very frustrating for the veteran who's trying to get their claim filed. But that's why I say it has to be a partnership between you and your VSO. You can't just go drop your papers off at the VSO and expect that they are going to care as much about your claim as you are because they're not the ones who are trying to feed their families or find a warm place to sleep at night. It's you. And we have a lot, you know, We in the early years especially, we had a lot of homeless vets that would get on the Internet at the library. And uh, and we were able to help a lot of those vets finally get their claims through. And uh, I am just as proud as could be of the veterans that have joined Had It. I mean, they give and give and give of their time and their knowledge. Veterans do research for each other that doesn't even have anything to do with their own claim. They just do it to help the other veteran, which is exactly how we were taught in the military. And I am trying to make the road smoother and easier for the veterans coming behind me. And if each of the veterans that joins had it is doing the same thing, that's a tremendous um, support for the uh, veterans. It's so like the submarine service, T-Bird. Once you go on a new submarine, you've got so much time, not just to learn your job, but you have to qualify on every system on that boat. That's right, because if things go bad, you have to be able to pick up what you know, a guy goes down. You got you're that's it. You got to pick up that job and do it. Even the cook can drive the boat. That's right. That's a fact. So, you know, it's you know, it's veterans helping veterans. That's a you know, it's a motto. And uh, you know, if there's something that uh, veterans don't understand, but you understand it, you know, and that pertain to your claim, you know, you can you know you can you've seen it before. You can look at the regs and you can show them the way. There's no law that's right. That. That's right. And you could say, you know, my claim is, you know, for whatever, you know. But uh, you see a, a post on the website that is a claim different than yours. Uh, but, hey, you happen to know you got a buddy who had the same kind of claim. So you chime in and say, hey, this, uh, oh, can you guys hold on just a second? She's exactly right because I mean, if you got a buddy that knows the same thing, you know, and it it all helps, it all works together, and it's camaraderie is what it is. Well, um, that keeps, uh, especially newer veterans, uh, keeps them from making some of the mistakes that you've made. Uh, and other veterans. Oh, Gerald, you are so right about that. It is, you know, in a way, it's a time saver. It is a time saver, and, and time is critical to a veteran, especially a disabled veteran that, that uh, uh, you know, uh, time is, is so important. And uh, that's why it take, evidently it takes long to get a claim c- completed. Uh, you don't hear very many claims being solved uh, rather quickly. Uh, they're few and far between. Uh, we'll put it that way. Uh, in less than a year, uh, they're, they're just not that often you, you hear of those. No, that is not a common thing. It's the same thing with Social Security. Hardly anybody, although the VA, by far, I think, is much more difficult than Social Security. Because. Of the the criteria, you know, first you have to prove that it happened in the service, and this, and and so then begins the long march to get your records and makes, the five. I can explain the, the, I can explain the difference real quick, T Bird. Go ahead. 
uh, under Social Security, if, if you file a disability claim, and if you're under 50 years old, uh, you know, when you file your claim, your state has a contract agency with Social Security called Disability Determination Services. And your initial claim goes there, and they do all the uh, running and all the paperwork. Um, they get your medical records. They have their own doctor. You go, you know, and you go see that doctor, and they make your first decision, which uh, 60% of those decisions are higher are denials. Okay, and uh, this information came from a prompt Social Security attorney, so I know what I'm talking about. Then you file your request for reconsideration back through that agency, and 60, 67% of those reconsiderations get denied. Well, once that second denial hits, you know, you have so many days to file another request for reconsideration or appeal and present it to Social Security so they can set you up a hearing. And about a year later to 16 months later or whatever, you'll go see a judge, an administrative law judge. Well, the VA really doesn't have that step. And it's up to the judge to determine whether or not you're disabled. But when you go see that judge, that judge has got a vocational rehab specialist sitting right next to him, him or her. And they discuss your issues. And they've got this big book they use that's got every occupational thing in America in it. And yeah, it's called, it's called the Social Security Blue Book. Is yeah, what the it's Blue Book. The Blue well, Book. Got, yeah, they got different books. They've got a Blue Book and they got a Green Book. Yeah, you know, you got listing level impairments, and it's just Social Security. It's just a quagmire. But once they decide that you can't, there's nothing you can do, you know. And with your conditions, then these are the orders of Security. But Social Security is difficult to keep too, because ever so often they will come back and reevaluate you. If you're a disabled veteran and you're 100 percent permanent total for the VA, and Social Security keeps sending those letters, I would reply back on them letters, you know, that you know your medical information is at the VA and explain to them your situation. They should leave you alone. Yeah, I agree. I think that the letter uh, that you can print out for me benefits that says you're 100% permanent and total from the VA should be used in your claim for Social Security, and vice versa. If Social Security approves your disability, I think you should use that as evidence for your VA claim. Right. I think and Social Security limitations are higher, see, because... You know, uh, your condition has to last at least a year to result in your death, and that's a total disability. You are you know? right. You have to be able to do no work whatsoever. You're either 100% or you can work. Where the VA, you can go in increments of 10% on right. up to 100%. Right. And uh, documentation is everything with Social Security and with the VA. My Social Security claim was approved uh, within six months after I submitted it. And when I went to see the doctor, she had these huge, she had like two huge stacks of paper on her desk. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, Teresa, she said, I want you to know these are your military medical records. She said, and I've read through every one. She said, and there is no doubt that you have a disability. She said, and I can't guarantee you that it will get approved, but I don't see any reason why it shouldn't. And it did. It got approved the first time, which is very unusual. But Like I said, 60% of everybody does get denied on the first step. But out of that 60%, 80 to 85% get approved at the administrative logic level. Right. And some people say... Some people say that they, you know they do that to just call the people that are not really scamming. <laughs> right scamming, and and you know there are scammers out there. I mean that is true. Uh, one of the things that really has made me angry lately is. Uh, one, the VA uh, says stuff like, you know, well, they're just compensation-seeking veterans. Well, you know, after all these scandals of people making over $100,000 a year and jury-rigging the records, uh, you know, who is really compensation-seeking here? It's not uh, us. It's the administration. Well, there's something we learned last week on Bob Walsh's show. 
and it's part of the Title V that it's kind of new. Um, that it's not new, but to us it's new because we didn't know that. You know, Title V is a uh, is a very empowering law. You know, and as a matter of fact, it actually is classified higher than the Title 38 because Title V is the United States Code. Right. There's an article in there that Bob mentioned on last week's show that if you have a claim in and one of the representatives from the Department of Veterans Affairs puts something misleading or makes, says, makes a statement like you're a compensation-seeking veteran right. or something like that, that's against the law to even say that or do that. Lots of stuff are against the law, but it doesn't seem to bother them. Right. So I don't think anyone's ever actually challenged that with that with, with, with the Title V. So, you know, uh, hopefully somebody will get a chance to use that one these days, and that might open, you know, that might put them into place in a situation. So we'll see what happens. Well, you know, keep, keep stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, because it might get interesting. <laughs> It may get interesting. Well, we have a new Secretary of VA Affairs, and it remains to be seen uh, what he'll be able to do. He's, uh, I mean, you know, the bureaucracy, the nepotism, the this is the way we always do it, and don't pay attention to that. Just do it like I'm telling you. We'll see if all that goes away. Or we'll see if he, even part we'll see, we'll see if Mr. McDonald does another guy cool commercial. See if he's a better speller than last time. Right. <laughs> oh. As you guys may hear, my two-year-old nieces come in to say hello. Oh, hello. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> no, but T-Bird, let's uh, switch gears a little bit. Yeah. Go ahead. This uh, first of all, stretch. Once you run the commercial for a second, let's take a breather real quick. This is Jay Basser, one of the hosts for Hatted Veterans Radio and the Ask Basser Show. I wanted to pass along an important message to the members of Hatted. Hatted has kicked off a fun Hatted campaign. Hatted has been helping veterans navigate the VMA since 1997. Hatted's owner T Bird needs your help. The expense of running a big site like Hadit is steadily increasing while the operating revenues have been decreasing. For these reasons, Hadit has kicked off the Fund Hadit campaign. Remember, Hadit is not a nonprofit organization. Please give what you can, as no amount is too small. Your support is greatly appreciated. Help us to keep Hadit around because without it, where would our veterans be? Personally, I'd be still stuck in the VA quicksand. Just click on the Fun Had It button on the forum page to support com. Thank you, Jay Basher. You know, so, I think that's so important, John, that a lot of veterans would still be stuck in the maze looking for the cheese. There's so many veterans right now that are stuck in the maze looking for the cheese. It's unfathomable. You can't, it's, it's unimaginable, you know. For example, Gerald. We've got folks like Gerald has been stuck in the AMC for years. And uh, they pass the claim from the BVA back to the AMC. BVA, you know, it's like they're playing football with your claim. You know, They're just tossing it. Well, sooner or later, their arm's going to get tired and they got to do something, right? Well, you would think so, but if you'd ask Gerald, you know, I'm sure he would think that they have biotic arms now because... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they keep bringing robots in. Uh, right. I wore a couple out. They, that, uh, that's one way of resolving the claims backlog we've all determined is uh, they move it from run, one location to another. Uh, when they change yeah, that's one not, location, that's... how's your backlog? Oh, we've really reduced it. Well, they didn't, they didn't bother to mention but it's all on a track going somewhere else. Uh, right. So one regional office has so much backlog, they know they're going to get in trouble. So they take half that backlog and send it to another VA regional office and say, look, we've reduced our backlog. Absolutely. And, uh, Here, here's, a statement have, I want, here's a statement I want to make to anybody that's in the press corps that actually – request that information about the backlog from any Department of Veterans Affairs office. When you ask them about the reduction for the backlog, 
At the same time, ask them to give you the numbers on the appeals process and see if you see if it's increased any. Because usually, when they reduce a bunch of claims quickly, going from the backlog, the backlog is gone from the VA regional office, but the claim actually switches over to the appeals process. So that tells me that uh, to reduce the backlog, but deny a bunch of claims. And move them off their desk. Yeah, yeah and then they got a claims development section, so they well, it's they, all new. They uh, they just keep moving this uh, uh, claims around. I don't know how many trucks they have out there on the interstate, but I'm sure it must be numerous <laughs> because uh, they can't keep up with these claims and and. You know, uh, suppose Congress was sending an investigator and say, hey, uh, how's your claims back? Well, oh, we've reduced to 50%. He don't bother to ask them how many of that 50% uh, that you've taken care of is on a truck going to another uh, regional office or or now they've created, uh, uh, well, what, the Nashville Resource Center, the Right. See, and now they have a new one that they've come up with. Uh, uh, I forget what it is. Sometimes. The Initial Claims Processing Center, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they have more out there than than uh, uh, most people realize. And and uh, well, that's better than the years ago, Gerald. Remember that years ago they had this. They had, they had those, the guys moving the claims were called two uh, two dudes in a shredder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. shredder right. gate. Yeah. And, uh, uh, so it, it's it's a terrible terrible situation, and and uh, well, I don't know why they don't have the justice uh, department in. in investigating this uh, because they know it's going on. Uh, they have to because they're, they're part of the the uh, inner structure. Well, they have to ask the right questions. They can't say how much has the backlog been reduced. They have to say how many claims have been decided and how many have been sent to appeals and how many have been transferred to other regional yeah. offices. Yes, those it's my understanding. It, it's my understanding that once it transfers to another location, well, it's in transit. It doesn't get counted in both places. Well, that that is not surprising at all because isn't that convenient? Yeah. yeah. So again, I've got a quality insurance background, folks, and I look at things differently than most people. You know, and uh, if they have a systemic problem like the VA's had over the years, you know, they've tried to do quick fixes and. Their internal investigators have been looking at things and making reports up. And of course, you know, you know, you have um, you have the uh, fox watching the hen house. You know, things are going to be a little bit misconstrued. So I've always right. advocated push for. I've always advocated push for a separate entity like, uh, oh, maybe a company like UL or something like that, and those quality insurance systems to get inside the VA and do some serious audits. And uh, take the power away. I don't have them report directly to Congress. Until that happens, the VA is not going to be fixed. Well, yeah. So I mean, but it's it is what it is, and uh, you know the fight will continue. You know the fight yes, will continue. Yes, I'm, I'm not giving I, up until I die or run out of run money. out of money. <laughs> <clears throat> it's like Starship Troopers that got me. You're my sergeant until you die. I'll find someone better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Let's switch gears a little bit for the last segment of the show, T Bird. Let's talk about the Fun Headed campaign. Okay. Um, we know that they're running a big site like Had It, which has basically grown and grown and grown over the years. You know, there's pushing the. I guess it's over 11,000 members now as far as total membership. Right, it's over 11,000 members now. Of course, and a lot members. of people don't join up. A lot of people yeah. just read. Yeah, so a lot of things like that, too, you know. I mean, a lot of members don't stay active, you know, as far as that. They'll get in and they'll get their claims settled and disappear. And, uh, of course, you know, a lot of them stick around, too, to help other veterans just kind of paint it forward, you know, or paint it back. Right. But, uh, <clears throat> folks, 
personally, uh, I was lost in the VA system. So I joined Had It years and years ago and did a couple of posts and uh, Skip Dog and uh, uh, Mike Harris and a couple of other folks. And Berta pointed me in the right direction. And they told me that I needed to do some research in certain areas, and I did. And my research lasted about three years as far as, you know, looking at everything. Cause I spent 10, 11 hours down on the computer looking and researching. And the education that you get doing this is invaluable because you can learn a whole lot of stuff. And it taught me exactly what I needed to do, and I did it by myself. Uh, I had a veteran service organization that I used, but I decided to use them as secretaries. You know, I knew they had an office at the regional office. I knew they could go in and check on a claim when you wanted them to. Now, to get them to do that, you know, you that's like pulling teeth. But, uh, you know, they did it. So I had it actually guided me through my claim, and I started helping other folks. And, uh, you know, it, it makes me feel good to see a success story, especially somebody you've helped. And... Uh, Oh, so, sometimes when I'm in my depression, I just read the success forum over and over again because it makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, you know, we've had our own successes, you know. Um, anytime you get your 100%, you know, and you get everything situated, uh, just shortly after that you go into a little period of depression anyways because you realize you're disabled. Right. Yeah, it's kind of anticlimactic. When somebody tells you uh, you can never work again, it is, that was the hardest. I mean, my psychiatrist took me off work and she said, you'll never be able to work in a competitive environment again. And that that was just, I mean, I, 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 I was, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> it took me a long time to make peace with that because well, it's a terrible thing. But getting back to the expensive running side has become enormous. I mean, I know you have uh, Google AdSense and things like that to do your ads, but you know, uh, time controls everything. And, uh, you know, as time goes by and weeks and months go by and years go by, you know, um, prices increase. Because, you know, everybody wants a piece of the pot, and everybody's got their hand in the cookie jar. And a site like Had It, you know, was provided, uh, you know, for years, for years, funded by itself. And uh, now, you know, expenses are getting pretty tight, so, you know, you need help. And it's time for the veterans to pick it up and help him put you over the hump, because without Had It, guys, I hate to see what happens. Well, that is well, that, true. As a matter of fact, this year we had to increase our server storage because we've gotten so large, and uh, and we, you know, we may have we to may increase have to it increase again. It and and, and the more you increase it, the more it costs. The I think these podcasts are a great addition to had it, but they cost money. Uh, I. Have to have some technical support that I pay for through for the server and through the forum, and uh, it just it adds up every month. It just adds up. (laughs) It does. So and normally, if we're short, I take it out of my own pocket. But you know, my own pocket is now. There's no. I mean, I could reach in in my pocket, but there's nothing there. Yeah, well, you've got other things, too, in life. you got to live your life, too. You know, you shouldn't have to put your own funds into this as far as that. You know, this thing should be self-sustaining as big as it is. And, uh, you know, if we have to have membership help, you know, we need membership help. You go join a veteran service organization, they're going to charge you, you know, so much money to join. You know, some of them are going to ask you to will your life insurance to them and everything else, so. Oh yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, so you know, it's you give what you can, folks, to have it. I mean, it's uh, you know, there's there's a list of folks on the side on the forum that's actually gave, and uh, you know, of course, had is not a non-profit organization, so it's uh, you know, right. it's, there's, it's, there's not tax, tax deductible. Uh, 
So know that before that you send it in. Send it in. Uh, it's not tax deductible, and, uh, but the money that's coming in to had it, had it goes to had it, had it. It goes to to the server, the podcast, the tech support, uh, the software subscriptions I have to have in order to run the site. It you know, yeah, the internet to connect. No one receives a a uh, a salary or payment of any kind. Uh, uh, all uh, the funds that are given are are given are used by Hadit. A hundred percent of the funds are used to maintain Hadit dot com, and and you want to keep that in mind. You're not paying any anyone's salary or or uh, there's no bonuses at it, uh, other than the fact you get the gratification of, of seeing someone that's successful and playing. And uh, that's, that's uh, very important to remember. Uh, it's not for anyone's uh, fees or salaries or nothing. Right. No, I'm not salaries. sitting at home drinking champagne and eating chocolate and strawberries. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> No now, strawberries that. wouldn't be too bad. <laughs> it gives you a lot of fiber. <laughs> yeah. But uh, now, folks, you give what you can. I mean, as you know, it's if you can't give, that's you know fine. But you know, no, you can give what you can. And I and I just want to say uh, thank uh, you. I mean, the amount of people, amount of people that, people have, that already have already don't, don't really surprise me. Right. And, and I'm very, I'm very, very thankful very to all of them. Okay. Uh, Timur, what are some of your future plans for Hadid? Have you got anything that's kind of kicking around the back of that mind of yours about uh, any change or anything like that coming up in the near future? Or you, have you, are you kind of playing it by ear? Or? Well, the main site, the Hadid.com site that has all the articles, I've played around with different ways to do that and I think I finally decided that uh, the best way to do that to give it a cleaner look and an easier way to navigate and find the information you need is to convert it to a WordPress site and uh, one of our members has volunteered to help me with that I did have it uh, I did talk to some professionals, and in order to redo the website, uh, it, it was what is it? it was the total was like twelve thousand dollars, and so that you know not that's not I don't, I'm not going to be able to do that now. Uh, I had hoped uh, they were very well. I mean, they're it was an excellent organization. I'd be very happy to work with them. They'd uh, take $500 payments a month over a two-year period to get to that amount. But I just, uh, right now, $500 a month is just too much. But hopefully, uh, and I won't mention his name because he has to give me permission, uh, has volunteered to help with converting the website. But I, it's difficult. You know, we have a lot of stuff uh we we have stuff that nobody even knows about because they can't find it. I mean, I got so much information on the Vietnam War and uh, different articles and stuff. But you know, over the years, it just it, it, it's just gotten so large. It's very complicated to navigate. If you're looking for something on Hadit, the best thing to do is to use the search that's on the forum and on the main com site. Uh, and and you if you use that you'll you'll find the information you're looking for. Uh, but so this converting it to a WordPress site is uh I think is is gonna really help because uh the information's no good if people can't find it. Uh, That's who I'm thinking about, T-Bird. I think you've got yourself some good help right there. 
Yeah, I, I think I do. I think I do. Yeah. And uh, we were supposed to meet this week, but this flu is really got really got down down. Feels like my head weighs fifty extra pounds. And uh, but hopefully, but next week next we're supposed to meet and talk meet about and it. He's aware. He knows WordPress and he knows how to use it. And WordPress is a content management system, which is free. And I've already had it uploaded to a test server, so I can sort of get used to it. And uh, now, as far as the forums are concerned, uh, we're going to stick with the forum software that we have. It's uh, so far for the past since I think 2005, we switched over to this farm software, and it's, it's really worked well for us. Now, the look may change, the colors and things like that. Has it been 10 years basic, almost? Huh? Has it been almost 10 years since you switched over to the software? I think so, yeah. Wow. 10 years, wow. 10 years. And uh, you know, before we had di- we had different kinds of forum software throughout the years, trying to find the right one. And uh, finally, about ten years ago, we had to we had to get something with something uh, with uh, you know better nope. security, security because we had you know trolls and spammers. And uh, since we switched over to that this forum software that we're using right now. It's a lot easier to catch those things and get rid of those people before they start trouble. Yeah, we know. I mean, as far as, you know, as far as I noticed back when we moderated site, you know, we have to look at a lot of stuff like that, too. And we catch a lot of them. Yeah. You know, they come on and, uh, you know, cause it's, uh, it, you know, we don't do it every day, all day. But, I mean, you know, we still catch a fair share of them. And, you know, those members actually will show up as that, so... If you guys right. ever see something like that, the general membership, the general membership see, I mean, the, um, isn't there a spam button they can push? No, they just need the PM uh, moderator. Report the post. Report the top. Report the post, yeah. yeah and okay. this is also why when somebody registers a new account, uh, their posts are invisible until a moderator approves them. And usually, after a few posts, then we promote them to a full membership so that their posts show up immediately. But that helps us keep a lot of uh, BS and spam from hitting the board because we read it first, and then if it looks like it's really a valid veteran, then we and go then ahead and go ahead them so they can start posting and everybody can see their posts as soon as they post it. No matter how smart they are, we catch usually usually they catch themselves. <laughs> True. And, True. You know they don't understand the system as well as uh, another veteran does, or some of them, you know that's been on had it for a long time understands. So it makes it easier to catch. You know, and uh, so I think it's a good process. The process works out fine. Fine. I, did, I caught one just last week. <clears throat> oh yeah! Oh yeah! They're, yeah! Yeah! They're out there! They're out there! And and they they, 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 they come in phases. phases. Phases, you know, if you, you know if you start to get a lot of spam, you know, you'll you have know, you'll have periods of time where it's like we have a have rush a, of rush of spam or spam trolls, or trolls or what have you. What have you. And, uh, and but because of the way we have it laid out, the structure, the the. The moderator the mod- tools that are now that available, are available to us, we're able to keep a lot of that out of the veterans' faces, you know, so they're not so having to deal well, with a lot of BS, you know, until we look at it and approve it. Yeah, that's what it has to do. But it's effective. And it works. It so is you know effective. Navy, you know what the old Navy saying is, don't you? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's right. That's right. So, That's the Navy saying, folks. Believe me or not, I mean it's uh, you know you can only reinvent the wheel so many times. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And I, I, you know, I, I hate reinventing the wheel. So, uh, you know, as long as this farm software works for us, and there's no reason to change. 
then I don't see any reason to change. Now, like I said, the colors may change from time to time as I try to try, you know, make it a cleaner look or you know. But there's and there's a lot of uh, functionality to it. There's add-ons we can 